Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews. We did it, we did it together, and uh, it's just so exciting for me to just be a part of this with them, with all the 11 other players. It's truly an experience that I will cherish forever. Taking you beyond the ropes. Whatever you think is possible for you, or, or even what's not possible, you know, beyond your wildest dreams, go for it. You know, just go for it and think big and believe in yourself and don't let anyone tell you that you can't do anything. Unforgettable stories. He's hit some putts with it, so he gets his phone out and he just takes a picture of the grip and down the putter and doesn't say anything and he just pings it to Tiger. And of course, Tiger pinged him right back like, what in the hell are you doing with my putter? Do not touch that putter. (laughs) A bridge to the past. Years and years from now, Mr. Palmer, what do you want the legacy of Arnold Palmer to be? Well, uh, I suppose it's just that I have made a contribution to the game to help make it a little better. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. Welcome one and all. Friday morning on the Fairways of Life show, Commissioner of the PGA Tour, Jay Monahan is just about ready to address the assembled media on this Friday morning to discuss the cancellation of the players And we're waiting for that to come through on the feed that we're getting directly from the PGA Tour here. And we will bring that to you immediately following. So the commissioner of the PGA Tour is going to be, it's just seconds away that he's going to be addressing the assembled media to discuss the decision of why they decided to cancel the players. I mean, obviously, I get that everyone knows why they decided, but but the timing of it after deciding that they were going to go with... No fans, and then deciding that they were going to keep. Good morning, everyone. Here he is. Good here. We're obviously incredibly disappointed to suspend the PGA Tour season for our players and our fans. I've said all along the health and safety of everyone associated with this organization is our number one priority. We tried to be as thoughtful and measured as possible during this, di- during this dynamic and challenging time. <clears throat> we took all the steps within our control and felt comfortable proceeding. I'm proud of the team. And I'm a fighter. I wanted to fight for our players and our fans and for this tour to show how golf can unify and inspire. But as the situation continued to escalate and there seemed to be more unknowns, it ultimately became a matter of when, not if, we would need to call it a day. Our goal now is to focus on a plan for the near and long term and maintain the strength we've built through our organization over the past 51 years. And I'm confident we'll do exactly that. Open for questions, Doug. What what changed? What was the biggest change from from noon to basically ten thirty in the decision? Yeah, I. Um, if you go back to where we were yesterday, you know, Doug, we continued to talk to um, all the the talk to local health officials, talk to government officials, all the, all the constituents we had been talking to to make sure we was, were as aware as infor- and informed as possible. But I think as you went in, and we took all the steps, 
to make certain that if we were playing today, we were playing in a safe environment. We were, we had minimized uh, the number of people that were going to be out here. If you listen to what the governor had said uh, yesterday in his press conference, we weren't going to have more than 250 people in any one location. Um, and we, along with Andy Carroll, the, the head tournament chairman, uh, had taken all the right steps. But when you get to, when we got to late in the day and players came off the golf course and to some of the questions that we received here yesterday, particularly from international players who were trying to figure out, um, you know, had a lot of uncertainty, trying to figure out how, what they do with their family, how they get home, how they get their families here, um, and just uncertainty for a number of players generally. That coupled with the fact that, as I said yesterday, we're talking about the Players' Championship, but we're also talking about a number of events going forward. When you look to that moment in time where you have two theme parks that are located between Jacksonville and Tampa cancel, to me that really was the thing that, that was the final you know, that was the final thing that we had heard that said, you know what, even though we feel like we have a safe environment and we've done all the right things, um, we, we can't proceed and it's not right to proceed. And when you use the doing the right thing as the litmus test to me, that was the final. Those two things together were really the things that, were, that drove the decision. Yep. Jeff, over here. How vocal were the players coming off the golf course and will the PGA Tour make sure that each player is tested? How will that process work? Well, I, listen, our, our players are always vocal, and, and we were proactive in trying to share with them our thinking over the course of the day and as they came off the golf course and in, late into, into the evening. And we're fortunate in that the strength of our relationship is our players are very comfortable sharing, us with, how, sharing with us how they feel. And I'll tell you, there's a good number of players you know, that, that wanted to do exactly what I said, which is to use this opportunity to unify and inspire and get out in the golf course um, we felt very comfortable with, with the environment we were going to create out here. Um, but ultimately, you know, as I said, there were some players that were concerned. That's something that we took, you know, we took into consideration and took very seriously. Um, but there are a number of factors. And, and, you know, you go to, this is our Super Bowl. This is, this is the biggest event of the year for us. And we're here and we're playing it. You know, unlike a lot of other decisions that are being made, they're being made in, in the weeks to come. And we just felt like, you know what, given all those, all those factors, it was time to, it was time to, it was time to move on. Um, and as it relates to testing, you know, that's something you go back, you go back to early in the week or into the weeks preceding this, I've talked about the fact that we essentially stood up a business unit, people that were focused on this issue. And right now there's, there aren't enough tests out there. And so, you're, the responsible thing to do is to make certain that the tests are being used appropriately. And if we wanted to test everybody out here, we might be testing, we might be pulling away from that, might, might be taking away from that. And so um, we pulled back off of that and we're going to, you know, if, if anybody in our ecosystem, our players, our employees, anybody is feeling like uh, they're in any way compromised, we'd certainly recommend and, and, and do everything we can to help them get tested. But right now, that's not the case. Yeah. Brian. Jay, what will um, be the process in determining when you do um, return to playing? And secondly, any regrets on, on uh, the decision to play and allow fans yesterday? Yep. Um, I would, in terms of the process, I, I would say, you know, give us, give us a little bit of time, right? We're, we've made the decision. We're stepping back. We're not playing. 
Uh, we've communicated that with all of our tournaments and uh, in the markets coming up. And I think we need to we need to do a couple things right now. We need to really think about and you think about the DNA of this organization. Think about the livelihoods that have been affected. You know, the livelihoods of our of our players, uh, the livelihoods of our employees, the livelihoods of the charities, and the economic impact we have in all the markets we play out here. You think about all the vendors, all the service uh, organizations that support these tournaments. You know, we've affected a lot of lives. But the one thing that this sport does better than any other sport is it uses a moment like this and it turns it into a positive. So as we step back and we think about when we're going to play, we need to do all the things that led us to this decision. We need to, we need to continue to, to understand what's happening in the ground and the markets uh, where, we, where we would be returning to play, continue to work with our partners in those markets, continue to understand what's happening with the CDC and the World Health Organization, and then ultimately that will guide our decision. We're going to make sure that we protect the safety and well-being of, of all of our constituents as we make, as we make that decision. And as it relates to uh, any, any regrets, you know, I, I go back to you know, think about this. this all, what has transpired has really transpired in a matter of 24 hours. You know, we were at a reception on Wednesday night, and I got a text uh, that the NBA had suspended play. And we felt like at that point in time, given, as we had talked about on Tuesday, we had taken all the right steps, and we were comfortable playing. And so... At 11, you know, late later that night, we determined that, one, we were going to proceed, we were going to play, we were going to continue to follow the path that we were on, and then as it relates to, to fans, um, we wanted to make, and we had taken a number of precautionary steps, we were going to come in yesterday and we were going to do everything we had done that preceded that, which is let's continue to stay close to this, and if we need to make adjustments, we will. So we quickly determined that we were not going to have fans today and through the weekend. Um, I was really proud of the plan that we have in place. And ultimately, we used the day to get as much information as we could to make the right decision. And we made the decision, and we're obviously not playing today, and we're not playing through the Valero Texas Open. And it's a really hard decision. But uh, I, 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 listen, anytime you make, a change, you make a change to a decision that you originally made, um, there's an element of maybe we could have done that earlier. But I continue, and we talked about this as a team last night, you go back to what was your decision-making process, how, how committed were you to it, um, and what was the criteria that caused you to change. And for me, I'm very comfortable that we made the right decision at the right time. We made the right decisions at the right time over the course of the week. Okay. Jay, two questions, if I may. Yes. Firstly, to what extent did the strong stances of other sporting bodies, in particular that of Mike Wan, mm -hmm force your hand and make you realize this was a bad look for the PGA Tour to carry on? Mm -hmm. And secondly, why was postponement not considered as an option? Well, on the, on the first one, you know, we worked very closely with um, all the golf organizations. In fact, Mike was here uh, on Wednesday, and we were sharing our respective plans. Uh, and I don't want to speak for Mike, uh, but I was very aware of the fact that two of the three events he had on his schedule were going to be canceled. 
but one of the, you have to go back to everybody has a different set of facts that they're looking at. So in his case, he's about to resume play on the LPGA Tour, and he has players from throughout the world are making a decision about whether or not they're going to get on a plane and come to Phoenix and play. And as he said to, in his note to the membership, and as he said to me, he just, it, that just didn't feel right to him, and he wasn't comfortable with that. And I, and I commend him for that. For us, we're here. Our players are here. Everybody's on the ground. Uh, this is our Super Bowl. We were making decisions in real time about what happens this week with an eye towards what happens in, you know, in, the, in the coming weeks. So we made a decision for this week. We were prepared to execute going forward. And as I said earlier, I think that we made the right decision as we started to get more information over the course of the day. But you're influenced by all the information that you're receiving. Um, but you have to. But what you're really influenced by is what led to that decision. And I, I'm fortunate, uh, as the leader of this organization, or I feel fortunate that we have relationships with all the great organizations in golf and all the great organizations in sport with our U.S. government, with our county, and ultimately that was the basis for the decision that we made. And your second question: Why was postponement not considered as an option? Postponement yesterday when we were talking. Oh, sorry. Um, you know, it's, it was considered. It, it was an option. It's something we identified early on in this process if we got to this point. Um, but when you, when you make a determination that you're canceling tournaments through the Valero Texas Open, uh, we obviously didn't complete round one. Uh, and we really don't have, you know, we really don't have a purview into how this is all going to develop. Uh, we felt like the right thing to do was cancel. Rex? Kind of an odd question, given that players are independent contractors, but is there any plan in place to compensate them over the next four weeks, three and a half weeks? Uh, there is not a plan in place to compensate them. I, I will, I, I'm sure you're going to, I'm sure the question is coming, but uh, as it relates to this week, uh, our regulations stipulate that um, if you complete one round of a, of a, of a championship, we pay 50% of the purse. We almost completed one round of this championship, and we will pay 50% of the purse to our players, equally distributed amongst our players. Um, and I think as we go forward, Rex, you know, we have to consider, the, you know, consider everybody here. And our focus is going to be with our players on how we use this moment in time to, you know, inspire the communities where we won't be playing, inspire when we get back and when we're playing. Um, and make sure that we use the strength of this organization uh, to, do the, to, do, to do good here um, and ultimately get back to this unbelievable platform that we have um, that's going to get stronger as we go through this challenge. Kathy? Have you made any plans to reschedule this event later in the year? I know your weeks are slammed together. You really don't have a week when you could do it, but is that a possibility? It's, it's, it's not a possibility. We, we, as you look into the rest of the season, uh, we have tournaments in every market are, 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 are well on their way towards planning their events to fundraising. you got charities just like we have here that are, that are counting on those events. Uh, and we feel like it's, it was our opportunity to potentially play this week. It didn't happen. Um, and we're going to continue to go forward with the schedule that we've outlined, and hopefully we can get back and play uh, as soon as possible. Gene. Jay, um, 
after the round was over last night, Rory McIlroy talked about, not only did he talk about possibility of players being tested, he also mentioned the fact that he didn't want to, you know, possibly give this coronavirus to his mother who had respiratory issues. Mm -hmm. How much does hearing comments like that also push you a little bit closer to making the decision that you did, considering this is the number one player in the world? Yeah, listen, I think... I think any time you have, you know, all that influences you. Um, And you heard that from him. I heard that from several other players. And so it's the totality of what players are feeling and your ability to sense the pulse of the organization that leads you to make that decision. And these are the best players in the world. They're all here. Um, but you also have to understand, we all have to look at the big picture, as our players have done here, and you understand that a lot of people are feeling that way. And that uncertainty ultimately led us to a place where we, where, where we made the decision that we made, which is it's not right to be out here, it's not right to be playing, even though we feel like we've created a safe environment um, and we don't have any reason to think that anybody that would be out here has the coronavirus the fact that everybody is questioning, you know, questioning uh, or asking questions like that, though, is something you have to take very seriously. And we did. Okay. Bernie. Sorry, uh, um, Jay, as you've been saying, this has been a tour decision, but per, on a personal note, how much sleep have you been getting these last few days? <laughs> and also, like, how, how emotionally draining has it been for you to, as the leader of the PGA Tour? You know, who cares about my sleep? Um, but I haven't gotten much. Um, I, you know, I love our players. I love, I love this tour. I love our tournaments. I love our charities. I love our volunteers. I love everything that we do. And as I said up front, you know, while we wanted to do everything we could to play our Super Bowl, we also wanted to be smart and rational about how we were thinking about it. And so, you know, to cancel it is, is, is a really hard decision. And, and, you know, it's gut-wrenching. And, and it's not gut-wrenching necessarily for me, but as I said earlier, when you're affecting so many people's livelihoods, that's, that, that, that weighs heavily on you. I look out at everybody here. You know, we're, what are we all doing over the next five weeks, right? And, and that, 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 that has to weigh heavily on you, and it did weigh heavily, and it will weigh heavily on me. But at the same time, it's going to inspire me. I know it will inspire our players. It will inspire our tournaments. And... Like I said, golf is the great unifier and equalizer, and we have a lot of good to do here. Michael. Jay, two quick questions, if, if I may. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, just to, to clarify, even though the first round wasn't completed, $7.5 million is going to be equally distributed between the players that teed it up this week? Michael, you said it better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> Rarely does that happen. Uh, Secondly, you are in contact and have been in contact with the CDC, the WHO, the President of the United States. So best case scenario, Mm -hmm. when could golf start up again? Well, I guess at this point, given the fact that we're canceled through, we're not playing through the Valero Texas Open, um, it can happen in the in the weeks that follow. That's all I know at this point in time. 
and we're going to continue. Obviously, you have the Masters Tournament, and they're going to make their decision, and we have to start working very closely with our friends in South Carolina and beyond to, to really, as I said earlier, understand all the facts and get ourselves ready to be playing the tournament. And that's we're going to operate as if we are uh, and have been operating as if we are you know, from this point forward. Uh, Jay, did you inform the Masters of your decision last night? We've been in close contact with every single golf organization, sharing a lot of information and sharing our thinking as we've gone through the process. And obviously informed the whole world last night. Jay, realize this is a lower priority, but what about the title sponsors of the next three events? I mean... Is it automatic that they get another year on their deals? Do you have yeah. to talk to each one of them? Um, obviously, there's impact locally for, for all of them. You know, Bob, the, the, I think what, what you'll see in the weeks ahead is a demonstration of the strength of our business model and the strength of the partnerships that we share in that our sponsors, uh, where we won't be playing, in all of our discussions with them, they want to make sure that we partner to do the right thing and in not playing, make a big impact on the communities that we're vacating, you know, in the coming weeks. So um, we have been in contact with all of them, you know, over the last several weeks. Certainly that intensified over the last 48 hours. They're fully supportive of the decision we made. They had proper input into the decision we made. And, and now it's on to... Okay, how do we how do we how do we address and help the communities that we vacated and hold us accountable to that because we're going to do some great things. Okay, I think we have time for two more right here. Good morning, Will Good morning. Brown, the St. Augustine Record. Um, the the players has had a tremendous economic impact on Northeast Florida and St. Johns County in particular. Um, are there plans to work with local charities and local businesses and staff and and vendors and others to to mitigate some of the economic impact made by by the decision to cancel the rest of the tournament? The answer to that is is yes. Um, and in the short term, just to give you a sense, and I believe Billy Horschel, I was told, is here. He's in the back. Hello, Billy. Uh, Billy is uh, an ambassador for Feeding Northeast Florida. And obviously, we've prepared to have over 200,000 people here on property um, and won't. Um, so one of the things that we're quickly going to get to work on is how do you have, how do you take all, all the food supplies that we have here and put them to good use for our community? And that's something that we're going to do immediately. Uh, we have, you know, you look at Andy Carroll, is, Andy's here in the back. He's our tournament chairman. And Andy, thank you for your incredible leadership. Uh, we were talking yesterday, uh, the red coats, the blue coats, uh, they are the heartbeat of this community. We're going to continue to work with them to make sure that we've identified all the things that we can do to support the charities in this community. Uh, and as it relates to economic impact, we have the platform of the Players' Championship. We have the foundation of the PGA Tour being here. We take our commitment to this community very, very seriously. Uh, and we're going to get to the work at hand to make sure that we continue to help, help our community as everybody tries to make their way forward here. Last two, Brian and Adam. Um, are you aware of any players, caddies, staff, anyone who, who has uh, either been tested or, or um, contracted the, the virus? I am not, Brian. Uh, can I, can I go, ahead. Please, go ahead? Go ahead. Okay. One more, Adam. 
Jay, CT Pan was the one player who mentioned that, or you know, withdrew from the tournament yeah. because of the virus. Did you have a chance to speak with him? How much of an influence, if any, did having one of your players feel that strongly about the virus impact your decision? Uh, you know, I did not have the chance to speak to CT, but I was in the room with Andy and Phil Marburger um, when, after CT had made the decision, they were talking about his decision and what we could do to support him. Obviously, we respect and support his decision. Our players have to make decisions that are in their best interest. That's what he did at that point in time. Um, and we stay close to all of our players and stay close to all, stay close to, to all of them throughout the course of the day. And second part, sorry. Uh, not that it's uh, that relevant, but will he be compensated among the, player, the players that actually did tee up versus him not? He did not compete in the tournament. So. Okay, last question here. Jay, um, as Michael puts so succinctly, the players will be compensated and the, the half of the prize pool will be shared amongst them. There's a huge number of staff involved in putting on these events and the next three events as well who rely on this to make a living. Yeah. Will they be compensated as well? That's a, that's a, there are a lot, to your point, there are a lot of people in constituent groups, but, um, you know, as it relates to running our golf tournaments, I would just tell you that while we're not hosting the tournaments, these tournaments are, they're foundational and they're community assets and community treasures, and all the people that work on our tournaments are going to use this to help their communities, so, and start planning for next year's event. So yeah, they will be, my expectation is that the staffs will continue, they'll proceed, you know, they'll proceed and, and do everything they can to help those communities and we're going to be their partner in that process. Can I, can I say one more thing? So, so the one thing I, I do want to say is that um, in closing, as, as we get, as we're so close to what's happened here and the effect it's had on the tour and, and all of our tours and tournaments, um, you know, golf is Golf is the greatest game on the planet. And, you know, there are a lot of golf courses in this country. There are a lot of people that uh, are in this business, in this industry, that make their living through this game. And, and I hope that uh, everybody, as they go through this uncertain time, gets an opportunity to get out, play golf, be outside, support, uh, you know, support their PGA of America professional, support this game, be inspired by this game. Of course, everybody needs to think about what's happening in their local marketplace. But um, I want to make sure that not only are we inspiring the communities where we play, but hopefully people are inspired to continue to use this game to get through a challenging time. Uh, and that's what we're going to encourage people to do. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Commissioner of the PGA Tour, Jay Monahan, on this Friday morning, a bizarre Friday morning such as it is, but Caution is the order of the day, not only on the PGA Tour, but far and wide. We'll get into that uh, as the Fairways of Life show continues on this day that I suspect this entire period will be one that we will not forget for some time. BenHoganGolf.com. If you log on there, you can see why we've aligned ourselves with the legendary name of Ben Hogan because they are producing product that will change your game. You just heard the commissioner talking about golf as the greatest game and that it can be a powerful vehicle for good. Engage in it. Enjoy it. Play it. Log on to BenHoganGolf.com and see how and why they can help your game get even better. And to that point, I think you guys know that we're working hard and we have been working hard on our 
trip to French Lick this summer. We fully anticipate and suspect that by the time that we go there collectively, it will be a celebration where we look back with with kind of in a head-shaking way and say, wow, what a year 2020 turned into. It's great that we can get together and celebrate friendship and celebrate a wonderful place like French Lick. Frenchlick.com. If you'd like to join us there for our trip, log on to fairwaysoflife.com slash French Lake, and you can see the incredible array that we have set up for you. We'll continue our conversations on this Friday on the Fairways of Life show after these words. Tour Edge continues their meteoric rise in 2020. Over 90 different tour pros have put Tour Edge into their bag, including staffers Scott McCarron, Tom Lehman, Tim Petrovic, and Duffy Waldorf. Tour Edge makes clubs for every player type, and they set themselves apart with their unprecedented 48-hour delivery on custom-fit orders and by offering a lifetime warranty and by building their clubs in the good old US of A. Visit TourEdge.com to learn more about their new clubs for 2020. Tour Edge, pound for pound, nothing comes close. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone, from kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. It's no secret that FootJoy Flex has been one of the best-selling shoes in the game for the last few years. You can literally wear these things anywhere. Well, they now have a version that's completely redesigned and fully waterproof. It's called the Flex XP. You can wear these to and from work, hit a bucket of balls at the range, play 18 of them, wear them into the clubhouse, or out to dinner. Many have tried this type of versatile shoe in the past, but leave it to FootJoy to elevate the category. Now you can start flexing with the all-new Flex XP. Learn more about Flex XP at FootJoy. If you listen to the wind, you can hear it. That's Ireland calling you home. Home to the greatest Lynx golf courses in the world, defined by soaring dunes, undulating fairways, venerable bunkers, and whimsical green complexes. From Royal Portrush in Northern Ireland, site to the 2019 Open Championship, to Ballyliffin, La Hinch, and Ballybunion, numbering among the Lynx golf masterpieces awaiting your golfing sojourn. Come home to Ireland and enjoy the most incredible golf experience of your life. Get started at Ireland.com. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoyneGolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tea times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles, and they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this Friday. We learned late last evening that 
the players has been canceled, the, the, the impact of it, obviously, to the world of golf. And it's not just the PGA Tour, but also all of their properties. The LPGA, you heard them talking about as well when Jay was addressing, Jay Monahan was addressing the media just a few minutes ago. That was live, everything that you heard. If you're joining us live on this Friday morning or if you're listening to us on demand, welcome from wherever you are. And we hope that things are relatively calm at this point wherever you are. I know there are some pockets around the world that are not, that is not the case, but we hope that in your particular world that things are okay right now and that uh, everyone is taking the necessary precautions. I thought one of the the interesting revelations with all this, and, and Rory McIlroy spoke to it yesterday, and you're going to hear from Rory in just a second, is the risk that relatively healthy people have towards others. So that, for example, say in, in, in my family, do we have a, a, a heightened risk if we are to contract the coronavirus? No. But... If you're a carrier and you come in contact with someone that is in that risk group, then it can be deadly, flat out deadly to them. So Rory was asked about it yesterday. He spoke this morning, too. Before he left, he went in to empty his locker. I saw on Golf Channel Live, Dustin Johnson, Andrew Landry, Brendan Steele. I'm sure there were more, but those are the ones that that I saw in particular. So here's Rory yesterday after he concluded with some thoughts about this whole thing. Yeah, it, it's going to get worse before it gets better. So, I mean, I think it's a hard one because, you know, you, you look at volunteers out here and there, you know, a lot of volunteers are, are in their 60s and 70s and, and retired. And, you know, you don't want someone that's got the virus that passes it on to them and then they're susceptible. And for me, like I... You know, my mother's got respiratory issues, and I certainly don't want to get something and pass it on to her, and all of a sudden there's some sort of complication. So um, it's a scary time, you know, and I, and I think, you know, the PJ Tour have, have made a step in the right direction, and I think we just have to play it by ear and take it day by day. And uh, if someone said to me yesterday, um, today's overreaction could look like tomorrow's underreaction. So just got to take it day by day and, and see where this thing goes. More, more than anything else, you know, we need to get, you know, everyone needs to get tested. I don't know, you know, I, I saw that obviously there's, you know, commercial labs now are testing uh, at some capacity, I guess. But I think for us to keep playing on tour, we, we, you know, all the tour players and people that are involved need to get tested and make sure that, that no one's got it. You know, because obviously everyone knows you can, you can have it and not have symptoms and, um, you know, pass it on to someone that's more susceptible to, to getting very ill from it. Uh, okay, so that was Rory McIlroy after yesterday's round this morning. You know, he had on backwards T-shirt. He was just going in to grab his stuff and, and head out. And he spoke a little bit more about, you know, I, I, you couldn't really hear the media because it wasn't a flash area per se. It was Rory walking into the clubhouse and getting stopped by a bunch of media guys who were obviously there fishing for content in any way they could. So you really couldn't hear them, but you, obviously you could hear him. And, and they were saying to him, you know, basically a kind of where do you go from here? And he said, I don't know. He said, you know, I'm going to go home. I'm paraphrasing all this now, but I'm going to go home and do the best I can and Somebody must have said, you know, what are you going to be practicing for? And he said, I don't know what we're practicing for right now. It, it, it's not, it didn't mean like in a forever type situation, but like specifically, I, I assume, and again, I couldn't hear the question. Somebody might have said, are you going to go home and practice, you know, say, flighting your ball for Augusta or something? 
And he just admitted, you know, we don't, we don't really know what all the all of that means at this time. He talked about the fact that Michael Bannon, his coach, was going to come in from Ireland uh, this coming week. And he said he doesn't really see that happening now. And again, that's all understandable at this point because everyone is searching for what the answers are. Uh, by the way, BridgestoneGolf.com, please log on there when you get a chance. Try their V-Fit. And the way V-Fit works is you take a video of your golf swing, you send it in, it gets analyzed by an expert, not an algorithm, not a, not an AI, not a computer, but an actual human being. And they will get back to you based upon the various parameters that come in with this data as to what the best golf ball is for you. BridgestoneGolf.com to get started on that, to make sure that you're fit for the one piece of equipment you're going to use pretty much on every shot, right? So why not do that? So I just thought it was interesting. Now, they also grabbed, uh, speaking of the Irish accent, they grabbed uh, another Northern Irishman and Graham McDowell after he finished yesterday. Now, this was before the event was canceled, but you could tell even then players were uneasy. And I I don't mean that in a a way like searching for like, well, they better make the right decision here. I mean, more from the standpoint of saying you're being put in a position to comment on a public health issue that goes way beyond the world of golf. Here's Graham McDowell struggling to find the right words. Yeah, it's so difficult. It's difficult to know what to say, you know, because, uh, like I say, the, uh, the word to me is just insignificant. Sport is insignificant in comparison to what we're dealing with, you know, and uh, you're so insulated and in the moment and think, well, you know, this is such a major golf tournament, you know, you know, we need to play and this needs to be the environment to, you know, this is our working environment and this is, this is what, this is what we practice and play for. But, uh, yeah, we're talking about a global, a global, a major global problem. And uh, end of the day, professional sport is—it means nothing. It means nothing in 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 the, in the lens of, uh, of of making the world safe again. You know, I had a buddy and his wife that were on the plane, on the runway. I'm not sure if I told you about this, Tom, uh, in New York, on their way to Ireland when the word came down that there was not there wasn't going to be flights, and they turned the plane around on the tarmac brought it back to the terminal and unloaded them. Talk about heartbreaking with that. I'm sure there's there's a lot of stories of that degree, but even more severe uh, in terms of what's going on out there as this is a situation that continues to develop. And my hope is, as many people have already said at this hour and, and through the last 24 hours, that all these precautions that we're taking collectively, individually, that it would cause this to, to pass in whatever period of time that typically a flu season or a virus runs its way through you know global impact the hope is that uh, this one will pass quickly and with minimal impact on anyone and it's really truly what uh, i think we all hope for but in terms of the impact on the game of golf we've been talking about that throughout the course of the morning by the way ireland.com uh, when you too want to plan your bucket list trip. And I think now is a great time to kind of set your mind towards the positive and towards where we go once we get on the other side of this thing in terms of doing what you want to do. And if if anything, it, things like this, when they happen, they cause you to go, why are we waiting for some sunny day? Uh, let's make the sunny day happen on our own accord. Ireland.com to see uh, everything that's out there about Ireland. And, and yes, why it is something that can feed your soul and something to, to at least uh, put some some rays of sunshine into your life right now when we're otherwise concerned about much broader things but down the road why not so golf is is as we know it 
has been canceled for the foreseeable future. We do not know the exact extent because the PGA Tour canceled it up to as far as the Masters, whether, whether the Masters will be conducted or not, we do not know. Suspended or canceled, the NBA has suspended their regular season. NCAA sports, winter and spring championships, that includes the NCAA basketball tournament. Major League Baseball has canceled the remainder of spring training. Uh, they also have moved the start of the season two weeks out. MLS suspended. Uh, the NHL has suspended the season at this time. The XFL has suspended. Uh, the Formula One racing has canceled their season opener in Australia. As you heard the commissioner reference that had an impact on the decision that they made, uh, Disneyland had already announced that they were shutting down their park, suspending it. Uh, Disney World has announced the same uh, over this weekend. Universal Studios has announced the same. Universal is part of the NBC family, all one, one and the same. Uh, the Metropolitan Museum of Art, the New York Opera, the New York Philharmonic, Carnegie Hall, a Live Nation who is the world's largest concert and ticketing company, has suspended all of their tours through March. In Italy, uh, church gatherings, believe it or not, in Italy, church gatherings have been suspended in the bringing together people because they're getting hit particularly hard right now. In Ireland, all the St. Patrick's Day celebrations and any gatherings of any size have all been suspended. The South by Southwest Festival, the Tribeca Film Festival in Washington, D.C., the John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts, all of these have been closed. The Six Nations Rugby, the Tokyo Marathon, the Cherry Blossom Festival, I could go on and on and on. So this is something that is so wide-ranging and has impacted so many different things. Uh, from that standpoint, I'm assuming that even even uh, cultural things like the the Jimmy Trunk show with Jimmy Fallon or or late night with Seth Meyers. They're they're going to uh, cease production next week until they get on the other side of all of this. So the the key is here to obviously uh, preaching to the choir, be smart, do the right thing, make good decisions. Uh, I, I don't recommend that anybody over panic. I know some people are prone to, to worry and anxiety just by their, by their very nature. I don't think that's a healthy thing. Otherwise, I think it's about being smart. Now, as, as to the, the game of golf that's interesting here is that it, normally when we're talking about the game at large, we're talking about the nearly 17,000 golf courses, say, in the United States and the professional tours. Normally, the professional tours are so well-founded, so well-heeled because of the amount of money that's in it, the sponsorships and all the rest. They're soaring, and they have been, and they're going to continue to with the new rights deal that was announced days ago and all the rest. But the game at the participation level, which is 99.99% of the game, we've heard a lot over the years about struggling in certain areas. Certainly, you know, clubs that are over-leveraged, you know, with debt, uh, certainly clubs that were overbuilt, usually for housing concerns, so that what happens is it dilutes the play even on the healthy clubs, but it absolutely is very difficult for those that are in any way financially stressed to stay in business. And what they're saying now is with all of this stuff going on, the word keeps coming out that being on a golf course is not a bad place to be. I'm not promoting anything here. I'm just telling you it's an interesting observation that on a golf course, it's a, it's a relatively safe place to be because you're in an open air 
area, you're not in a confined area where you're around a lot of other people. You're out there in nature. I just think it's an interesting observation. And, and I was thinking about it this morning as we're getting ready for the show here in Florida, and I'm seeing people getting ready and going out and playing golf. So hopefully everybody is okay. Let's all get through this thing together. Let's all keep an eye on it, and we'll continue to keep you updated on everything that's going on as best we possibly can as those situations develop. Until then, be safe, be careful, and we'll see you. Take your game to the max this spring with the all-new Tour X Golf Shoe from FootJoy. Fully loaded inside and out, Tour X delivers max stability, max control, and max comfort. So you can launch it past your buddies. The Tour X wraps your foot in coziness with an ortho light impressions fit bed and a foam collar around the heel, ensuring max in-shoe comfort and support. Tour proven by players like Kevin Kister and Rafael Cabrera-Bayo. Experience max performance for yourself with the all-new Tour X. Shop now at FootJoy.com. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com. BenHoganGolf.com is where you can go to see the beautiful product that's being produced right now, bearing the name of the legend. You know, when he founded the original company in 1953, Ben Hogan said he did it, quote, to design and manufacture the best golf clubs in the world, end quote, and that is exactly what their mantra is today, only it's going directly to you, not the retail stores, so they're saving that 40%, 50% retail markup. You can get the best, and you can get it directly from their master craftsmen. Log on to BenHoganGolf.com now. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the all-new Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try the new Tour B. The Tour Ball. Reinvented. It's time for you to discover Streamsong, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary. Three internationally acclaimed link style courses by golf architecture's iconic foursome of Gil Hans, Tom Dove, Bill Kaur, and Ben Crenshaw that provide a golf experience distinguished as unlike any you've ever had before, with undulating fairways navigating through wild grasses and deep water ponds and lakes, towering sand dunes to find the unexpected experience of playing golf at Streamsong, the ultimate legendary golf destination set apart by the unexpected. Streamsongresort.com. 